0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. I'm Johnny Maggs. Thank you for tuning in. This is the show where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that we normally talk around a pit. Um, It's 8 o'clock on Monday evening. Actually, it's 7.59, but Dutch was being a smartass and told me not to be late, so we'll start a... uh, Minute early, so we got a great show coming tonight. We are staying local to with my good friend Tim Rogers from Up to Barbecue. Um, I've met uh, known Tim a while now, and you know, through the different groups and obviously, um, the show, but uh, well. You know, starting my competition in KCBS. Um, Tim has always been there in um, giving me tips, tricks, and holding my feet to the fire, which I will bring up because I loved how he did this specific thing. But we'll get into there. Uh, Mad Max, what's going on, brother? Daddy Dutch. Oh, there we go. Um, so let's get right into it today. Live from the Uncle Steve Shake Studios is brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. Uh, 15 amazing flavors the original thick meat, the competition line, the where we are, the sauce with no name, the dessert shake, uh, little. Quote, unquote, possible Steak Shake talk. Name is still in the works. But uh, a lot of things coming from Uncle Steve Shake. Um, check out his Facebook group, Uncle Steve Shake Nation. We'll keep you up to date on everything going on. Uncle Steve Shake. Shake some on everything. Uh, John Wong, what's up? Kyle Junior Salinas, what's up, brother? Brother Lap, what's up, brother? It was crazy last week. Happy belated birthday, brother. Chris Wazinski, what's going on? All right, guys. Let, let's bring the man of the hour on and let's get to know Tim Rogers. Tim, what's, what's going up? on, Johnny? Not much, man. Hey, thanks for taking the time, man. I appreciate it.
1: Well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure and a privilege.
0: Oh, dude, dude! Just a couple boys sitting around talking some Q. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. So you are Tim Rogers. You have up to barbecue. Um. But let's get into the very beginnings. Uh. You know who is Tim Rogers? Where you from? Family life? You know, wife, kids, dogs, cats, alligators, whatever the hell. Whatever you guys got, what's 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 the word?
1: Well, I'm Tim Rogers, castle in Vermont, born and raised here. Um, father of two beautiful girls, Giant Jaslyn, beautiful wife Danielle. Uh, my I'm the son of a fabricator welder that we've been uh, building stock cars in the western part of Vermont for a very long time, which is a huge part of my life when it comes to um, how I got started in the barbecue world and how I got started being competitive in general and, uh, being competitive with everything. Um, barbecue wise, I got started in a little place at, uh, Syracuse, New York called, called, uh, uh, the ground round. They used to sell riblets. We used to it as a, as a little kid, we'd go out to super dirt week and we would spend a week out there chasing dirt modifieds around. And I got started on on the course of loving ribs and loving mediocre barbecue, and then uh, I got got hooked on a little place called Dinosaur Barbecue, and Dinosaur Barbecue turned me into the I need to have the best barbecue I can get my hands on world. And when I moved out of my house and into my own place, I learned that I need quickly learned I needed to start learning how to cook. So I. I uh, started we started with wings and ribs and I uh, moved in with a buddy of mine Josh Munger and him and me had a little contest but back and forth every weekend as far as who could cook what where and when and some alcohol was involved and some good times was involved and the next thing you know we were uh, we were uh, at competing in a chili contest right down the road from my house that I purchased and I didn't win and it really it upset me i didn't get a call so then i started did some ica ics stuff international chili society and the next year we went out and we won the chili contest in Poland, vermont and i said well i want to do barbecue let's go try barbecue so we went from there to knock up and smoke which is an official kcbs 60 teams and the very first KCBS contest I competed and we won the rib category against all those big names. And after that, it's been great guns, everything I can do to, to be out there as much as possible.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, Crawdaddy, what's going on? Uh, who else did I see? Schmitty, what's up, brother? Um, Tom, what's going on? <laughs> Tom, what's up? Yeah. yeah. The ground round was mediocre barbecue. I wouldn't overestimate it like that. <laughs> but oh I re- I remember the, we had we had a ground round in uh in Stoneham, Massachusetts for years.
1: Yep, and, those uh, man, those riblets set me off, boy. I would we would go there, we had to go to we had to go to ground round when we were out to Syracuse. Had to, and it was it was a uh it was a start. And I can remember a week in Syracuse when it did nothing but rain. We didn't, I don't even think we got a race in that week. And I had ribs at a different restaurant every week for we, every day that week from Wednesday to Sunday, I had ribs. And, uh, like I said, that became my passion was ribs. And, uh, now I'd have to say that the passion is pork because I can't seem to figure that one out.
0: <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, back in August, you got a nice second place
1: call in pork. Well, um, uh, Good friend Bill, Bill Gillespie told me once to, uh, to, uh, what do you, how do you, how do you put it? To take your worst category and make it your best. And we, uh, practiced and practiced and practiced. And I got some good advice from a good friend and, uh, uh, we did well. And we've been doing well ever since on pork. Nice. Nice.
0: Yeah. Bill's, Bill's a great guy. Uh, you can, can't say a bad thing about him. He was always always willing to, you know, a little tip here, a little you know, any question yep. you have, you know, you can always go. And then damn, whenever he threw the uh what is it, the damn dip that yep. night. Yep,
1: Sully's damn dip out there.
0: Oh. So guys, the damn dip is in he had got it from somebody that he used to compete.
1: Sully so was doing, if I remember correctly. And the guy yeah. used to scream out barbecue, and when stuff was going on.
0: And uh, when Bill was writing one of his books, he asked if he could put that recipe in. So the the recipe is in one of the cookbooks, but it's 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 basically what would you say like like a chili dip?
1: Yeah, I'd say it's it it's uh it's spicy, it's chili, it's it's perfect with Fritos. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's all of that and then some.
0: Yeah, and it's just made in this giant, probably the largest cast iron pan I've ever seen.
1: It's one of the biggest.
0: And uh, it just. It takes a
1: ball over Weber.
0: Yeah. You know, it was just a, the Saturday night. Get all the teams together. Have a couple. Get the drinks flowing. Have the damn dip. Just shooting the shit with everybody, meeting new teams who might be in for the first time, and catching up with guys you might not have seen in a while. But yeah, that uh, that was a great weekend up at the Corps of Cares up in Maine.
1: It was. Uh, it always
0: is, Daddy they Dutch. Do the job. Yeah, Daddy Dutch is asking Tim, "Are you cooking whole butts
1: or pork collars? Um, I started out cooking whole butts. Um, since the uh, KC's rules changed, I've transferred to pork collar, but I trim my own way. I'm not just a collar. I'm also probably about half of the bottom of the butt as well. Take the top off, take the bone out. So it's not a traditional full collar. So you get the fat cap on the bottom. Try to get that bacon meat if you can get it. If you can't, don't don't fight it, but it's always bonus to have.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Kyle's asking, Tim, are you in the NE? So I'm assuming that's Northeast. So yes. Uh, thick or thin sauce or bare?
1: On what? Great point. That that makes a huge difference.
0: Okay. We'll go, you know, you, you're a rib connoisseur. How do you prefer your ribs? Obviously, obviously not competition style. We we got a bunch of us hanging out. We're cooking ribs. Are you saucing them thick, thin, or nothing?
1: Or I'm nothing? saucing them thin. Thin. Okay. I want I want the glaze. I want the shine. I want the sugar, but I don't want it to be. A, you're not you're not getting a spoonful of sauce. You're getting pork with the sauce aftertone. Fair enough. Absolutely. See now.
0: That, that's funny because I'm more of a am uh, more of a dry rib guy. Yeah. And I, I, love, I just like to taste the, you know, the different sauces. Always with yep. the sauce on the side. But if yeah, if I'm cooking up here, very rarely do I throw uh throw a sauce on. You know, if I'm doing a practice cook, different story. You know, but if I'm just if I'm just rubbing them and running them, just dry rib all day and Try the
1: array of
0: sauces, <laughs> sauces. Right. Getting them all
1: in there. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm a sauce guy. I love I love a good barbecue sauce. And I mean I don't want to drown the meat out. That's never the case, but it it uh if it adds to the flavor and adds to the experience, absolutely. All in percent Uh
0: Mad Max is asking, what's your favorite
1: competition to be at? You know, it was Harpoon, and it probably still would be Harpoon if it was around. Um, Now, I would honestly, we had a great time at Frog Alley in Schenectady this year. Um, We didn't score well, and I had some issues there, but we still had a great time. So I'd say probably that's my favorite contest as far as hanging out and having a good time is concerned. Live band. Uh, we had we had Faded and Owen and Billy and all them hanging out in our spot because we were right next to the bar. It was just uh, it was just a good time.
0: Nice, Heidi. What's happening? Where's your husband? He said he was gonna make you stay up. He can sleep in the truck tomorrow. Lewis, what's happening, trumpet master? Um, now Frog Alley was that the week after Cora or was it? Two weeks. Oh no! It was,
1: it was before that. It was like June twenty second and third, I think. Am I it using like, it with a different one? Yeah. After Cora, after Cora, we went to uh, oh, we went to Vermont, I believe, in Southwick. Okay. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, the would- the Schenectady one was the one was kind of spur of the moment. We heard about it and when we were in Jersey, and uh, we entered it late, and they. Uh, I heard their paperwork wasn't great, and their their like I said, I had a problem with the judging, but we that's neither here nor there. But the actual contest itself, the environment, the location, it was just a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, you know, I can't I can't say nothing bad. Rhode Island was Rhode Island was a blast. You, um, Vermont's always a blast. You know, being in my home state when I get to get to compete with get to compete there. Um, yeah, I mean they they're all. They all have their own little uh, quirks to make them worth going back to.
0: All right. All right. So you, you, you were saying that you really got into racing to begin with.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in a racing family. Okay. My grandfather, the, I got to give you the story of the name, the Up 2 Barbecue. Up 2 is my grandfather's racing number. And he ran that on his race car from the late 50s to early 60s. Um, my father's number was number two. He was an orange number two. Um, so when I had to, had to to think about the business and what I wanted to call what I'm doing up to barbecue, sounded like a good, a good way to keep the, keep the family tradition going. And actually, if you go look at my cookers, I've got, a, I've got, uh, stickers on both of my cookers. One of them is one of them is Butch. And one of them is George. We got, uh, Butch is mine, and George is Curran's. Curran's my teammate, by the way. I uh, have to have to include Curran in there. He couldn't be here tonight. Without him, I wouldn't be here. He uh, he handles the chicken and the ribs, and he makes a better rib than I do. So there's there's uh, there's no way I can it without him. All right, Ashley, what's happening?
0: Simon, what's going on? Uncle Steve, what's happening, brother? All right, so you will
1: really lay down into the racing, Right. Yep. So. We, dirt, you know, bear in mind, this is dirt racing. This dirt isn't NASCAR. Racing. This isn't, um, uh, in my opinion, you're going to find better drivers on dirt than you are in NASCAR. And then, I mean, that it, I honestly it kind of proves itself with Kyle Larson, for example, Kyle Larson is one of the best guys in NASCAR and you can put him in a paper bag and he's going to win. Um, you know dirt racing in Vermont and in the Northeast in general is huge, and we run. Uh, my father ran late models. My my grandfather ran what, what was considered a sportsman at the time, but he was running. This was back in the day when you built everything. This the motor was a, was a three hundred two GMC straight six that he built a custom intake for out of out of uh, out of copper tubing so he could run three carburetors. You know he had a. He had the distributor set up on a clutch cable so he could retard and advance the timing as the track changed as, as the race went on. I mean, this is stuff that this is intri- intricate stuff that he was doing back in the 50s. Um, my, my father's race cars were center cockpit, which was unheard of back then. And um, he, he had a uh, chain driven steering so that the car could turn faster. So he, he wouldn't have to work the car so much. So he wouldn't have to run power steering. More horsepower for the engine, faster car. Um, and me, I never raced really. I've you know, raced go-karts for a little while. I was more of the mechanical side of things. Um, and I'm staring at a garage right now that's probably had 12 or 13 track champion race cars come out of that garage. Easily, really. I mean, I can think of Mike Palmer and Carl Vladiv as a great example. Those two pro-stock drivers have won probably 90 to 200 races together. And my father built those cars. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been involved in racing. And uh, the 25 I got on now, that's my dad's sponsor. He sponsors Billy Lucia and William Lucia. Um Billy goes out there. He's probably the cleanest and safest driver on the track. He tries his heart out week in and week out. And William, his son, is no different. He's out there winning races and doing well. So we... Uh, As far as racing in the Northeast, uh, if you're at Devil's Bowl Speedway, Albany-Saratoga, you're probably going to hear about Butch Rogers at some point in time. All right.
0: All right. So how did the fabrication of the race cars and enjoying some barbecue in the different towns along the way turn into –
1: competitive barbecue well I've, I've always been competitive and i to the point that when i was well, i got there's another facet of my life i'm going to bring in here when i was a child in a teen i was a bowler mm-hmm. and i was a prof- i tried to do professional bowling for a couple of years and then we got into the cooking side of things so we built a pig smoker for a couple of people then i built my own pig smoker which you shared on the facebook mm-hmm. earlier today and uh, that's the cooker I won the rib category with in Manadnock. And is and honestly, the competition side of it started from chili. We did, I didn't win that chili contest in in Pulteney and I wanted to, so then I went back and studied and worked my worked my butt off to develop a chili recipe that I thought was really good. And uh, I've competed in that contest eleven years, and I've won it seven times. And then that's like I said, that started the whole. I'm going to go to Barbecue and try to do this professionally against some of the best cookers in the Northeast.
0: And it's like I said, I I this is the my first year doing the the KCBS and KCBS Masters Series. You know, I did the you know the breweries, you know the the, the little ones like that. You know, there was a nice one up at the, uh, at the Smutty Nose Brewery in Northampton. They ran it, I think, I want to say three years, and then it disappeared. You know, and, and it was you know, nothing huge. You know, there was, you know, six to ten teams, ribs and chicken, uh, ribs and wings, sorry. But, uh, you know, that's really where I cut my teeth in the competition end of it. But, uh, you know, then after my little birthday present last year of Miss Mary. Yep. Over on the other side of that wall resting, uh, I didn't have any, no damn excuses. Right. (laughs) You know, Hook it to the truck and let's go. So I said, screw it, jumped in, uh, right into it. And, uh. You know, still feeling my way through. Um,
1: how long did it take? How long have you been competing? My first contest was in 2014. Okay, so I've and I've done what 46 contests so far, and um, I've been to what three classes? I've been to uh, to actually technically four. I've been to Neb's. Neb's had a grilling class there for a while. And then I went to Ted Lawrence in Q Haven. He did a class. Then I did uh, Billy's class. And then I did uh, Miller Miller's Backyard Barbecue. Miller's had a class right before COVID hit. Oh, okay. And, um, after that, we've been, you know, we go back and look at our notes and try to keep up on trends and uh, talk to people and uh, try to stay ahead of the ball and just keep going out there and giving her the best.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So since 2014, how long did it take you to, I, I guess, you know, really feel comfortable in the, the whole competition process? Because I know uh-huh. – my first one this was this year at the Granite State in June, and uh, I was a shy little thing. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I I, I kind of takes me a minute to get warmed up, and you know, right. talking. And everybody there knew me from this, where I just run my damn mouth for an hour. You know, and I'm sitting there in the field, and I'm I'm quiet as a church mouse. <laughs> you know. And,
1: it, it took me probably probably four years before I started branching out and really trying to talk to people and learn stuff. And um, I helped a team out once in, in, in Harpoon, uh, Stubborn Bull, Tim Rowan. And he told me that I was just a traditional New England team. You just sit there and don't talk to nobody and do your thing. And uh, ever since then, I kind of felt like I needed to get out there more. And I get out there and talk more and try and i've i've always been been uh shy and on the on the laid back way and let people come to me yeah. and uh but after that we've been but Kern helps too Curran's Kern, current's a, a mouthpiece he really likes to uh to meet new people yeah. and to get their story and to give his story so it's uh him having him arounds helped me uh spread my wings a little bit too yeah for sure for sure you know because it was like pulling into the Granite
0: State on Friday. You know, I was, I met up with Matt. Yep. You know, uh, you know, purposely we set it up, you know, so I knew, you know, at least somebody right next to me. And, and then I, uh, you know, and then quiet, you know, then come Sunday morning, you know, I'm walking around. Hey, good luck today, guys. You know, it took me a couple of days then up at Cora, it was it was a little different, you know, kind of had this what it took to set the site up and everything, so a little bit more relaxed. Um, but I knew I had alluded to it earlier on something you did for me that weekend, and I loved it. And um, after turn-ins, you know, a lot of the guys, especially anybody around you, Hey, hey, try this, try, you know, try my chicken, try my pork, try my ribs, try my brisket. And, you know, you go back and forth and you had come over with the uh, with the pork. And, you know, gave you peace of mind. And, you know, I'm like, man, this is fantastic, you know, because it was it was it was flavorful. It was tender, juicy. It was cooked to perfection, in my opinion. And you know it gave you peace of mind, and you didn't you, you didn't tell me what you thought. you asked you your you answered with a question, which kind of threw me off for a second, but I absolutely appreciated it that you said you took a bite Nate, you went, okay, what do you think you you made me step up give my opinion right to you and you could all may possibly better answer the question, I suppose, at that point. And I had well, told I- you, I go, I go, I think it's got great flavor, but it's tight. And then you said, yeah, it, it, it is tight. The flavor is good. You know, the sauce is good, but it is tight. You know, then we started talking. You know, what temp did you bring it to?
1: And, uh, you know, I appreciate you doing that. That's, that's kind of uh, I, I alluded to the bowling. I did a lot of coaching clinics when I was, when I was bowling in Rutland and Fairhaven. And that's a coaching thing. You know, I, I want to get where you're at first. Then I, can, then I can help you. If I don't know where you're mm-hmm. coming from, my opinion doesn't matter. It's up to you to decide what you want to do with your stuff. So I can sit there and tell you, Hey, this thing is tight as hell and garbage and throw it on the ground, but that's not going to help you out. Yeah. So basically I let you tell me what you thought. And then I, in my mind, it's like, all right, I'm going to tell him how far off he is, where he's at. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you were spot on. You, you were tight. You, um, you pulled, you told me what temperature you pulled at. And that was my opinions early. And, uh, yeah, and I gave you my, my little trick of letting it go past and let it go past. Because as soon as it gets when you get into pork, they're never gonna get hot food. I mean, you can do everything you can to give them something hot, but by the time it sorts through tables and sorts through boxes and they do all their number adjustments and all their, their rigmarole, you're you're gonna get a lukewarm piece at best. So mm. your food's gotta be good cold. It has to be good cold. If it's not good cold, it's not gonna score. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm 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 still upset about my chicken that day because that was damn good chicken. I don't think it was 39th place chicken. Not that I'm holding a grudge.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, like anyway. I said, man, the chicken's tough. Everyone is good in chicken right now. Yeah. Everyone. You know, I mean, you're literally down into the 15s, 15s, and there's still 170 scores. Four years ago, 170 would have given a top five score. You know, so chicken, chicken, everybody stepped up on chicken. Yep. You know, and there's a lot of variety out there too. I know there's guys that are running wings, you know, there's guys that are running legs, and those guys that are running thighs. So, I mean, there's uh there's the gamut. You just gotta give them the best you can give them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and and yeah, you know, like I said, d- it's New England barbecue. And that's like I said, I wanted to have you on and going into the rest of the year, have a, some, a couple of the other boys on and in, into the beginning of the next year. Um, because that's the one thing I noticed this year was there is some, there's a lot, and I mean a lot of strong, Cookers here in New England. Absolutely. And, you know, let's just let's just go in the past month. American Royal and the Jack Daniels. Yep. Two world championships. You know, the, the Invitational at the Royal, you know, was fire at the end of the day out of Connecticut. Um, the Jack Daniels, you know, was Urkel from Uncle Pig's. Now, if you want to call New Jer- Northern New Jersey, New England, okay, you know. But he he is there every weekend at the competitions we're at. Absolutely. So as far as I'm he's, you know, he's a New England guy, you know. So you get the invitational at the Royal, and you get the jack. Both world, two world champions out of New England. This year. Kind of, um, kind of puts it just right out there that yeah we can cook.
1: Absolutely, you know, absolutely. I mean, our, our contests, there's they're all so close. I mean, I, I had what we finished third in Southwick with a six ninety four. You know that would have won any other contest I competed in this year. Yeah. You know, other than other than New Hampshire, you know, so. Yeah, and there's everyone's so good. And there's, but there's, there's, there's a ton of information out there now. There's classes. There's, there's YouTube. Um, there's books. You know, I mean, if if you don't have one of Billy's books, "The Secret to the Smoky Mountain" and, uh, um, Chris Hart's book, "Wicked Good Barbecue." Those two books right there will, can help you win a contest. <clears throat> oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, so it's just so there's so many great cooks out there right now. And it's just uh everything is, is basically split in airs. You know, every everybody's so close.
0: Yeah, and like we was when we were saying before we came on, um, you know, Glazed and, and infused won the granite state. Yeah, seven oh nine. Seven oh nine. You know, um Brad Leininger, a couple well a couple weeks ago at the double. You know, seven
1: thirteen, yeah, seven thirteen on day two, and seven oh four on day one. Yeah, with borrowed equipment, you know, people borrowed Kathy's Kathy's drums. Yeah, so you know, the, my course that guy, that guy can just straight up cook. I mean, I put out one of the best briskets I have all season to finish second to him to his one eighty. Yeah, so you know, he he can just straight up cook. There's nothing. There's no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, he is of course, It also
1: helps when you do 200-plus contests in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. You know, he was literally –
0: he was on one show listening to, and he wound up cooking – was it a a triple? He did a A double? I don't know. I might be confusing. He did a double somewhere – and on the way back, he stopped at another one. And, and well, we then, had a
1: <laughs> – was it uh, two years ago we had a triple?
0: Yeah.
1: In New Jersey, one of, one of Jeremy's contests, they had a triple. They had a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Because the if I remember correctly, the Friday was the last qualifier for the Jack Day. So they were trying to get somebody in for that, and then the next two counted towards the next next season.
0: Yeah, and you know, um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's cooking something. He, I think he said he was over, or or coming, or close to fifty contests this
1: year. Yeah, and it was only yeah. October. <laughs> you yep. know, so
0: do the math real quick on that one.
1: But yeah, uh, that's a double, double every other weekend. <laughs>
0: yeah how, uh, how how many uh how many contests do you Competitions are you cooking a year on average now?
1: Like, oh, like eight to is, ten. How many
0: have you done?
1: Eight to ten. Eight to ten. That's about my usual. Ten, ten is pushing my limits of my family life, and I got to keep it I got to keep it uh, balanced, you know? So we uh, ten, ten is this, is stressful enough. And uh, I've got two little daughters that uh, they, they would originally like to travel and go to the contest with me. Now they're old enough to the point where they don't want to travel more than an hour or two. Yeah. So it's uh usually when when I go it's me and Karen and that's it. So unless I can get like a a cabin or something for the girls and then frequent stops to keep them interested and occupied. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But no, uh, they uh
1: yeah, they're and they're they're big into it too. They've actually got a GC. They won the kids' queue at Cora two years ago. Oh, there we go. So they're 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 into it. They like it. And uh my oldest has expressed interest already on learning the smokers on how to how to actually light them and run them. So I can see that happening in the next year or so.
0: Yeah, because we we've kind of um turned it into like a family affair ourselves on my end. Um, you know, Claudia's there and in the the kids and the dogs, but um I had, I had asked the the kids for for chorus. I'm like, do you guys want to do the kids to you? It's anything chicken and, and JJ was like, mm, I don't know. And okay, you do your thing. So then I asked my daughter Holly. I'm like, hey, you want to do it? Nope. I go. <laughs> you didn't even give it a thought. She goes, no, I'm done. I go, you're done. She's like, yeah, I'm good. And where is it? Right there. Folks, that's not me. That's Harley. That's my daughter. That's her second place ribeye at C-Max Riverfest. And she's taken her, she, basically, she's taken her second place steak and ro- rode off into the sunset. She don't <laughs> want to another thing. I'm like, all right, fair enough, fair enough. But, uh, Running. oh, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, they they have fun, and uh, it's it's such an event, each and every one. I, I suppose everyone's, each one's different, but they're the same, you know, especially when you're cooking with the same people, you know, every week, you know, you become the family, you know, hey, what's up? How'd this turn out? How'd that turn out? Non-barbecue related. And, uh, you know, you just build a great relationship with everybody. Now, do you just strictly stay in the New England area or do you venture out? You know, obviously, you know, New England. Is basically, I'm um, including, you know, New York, and New Jersey. these right. Contests in the, you know, the northeast, so to speak.
1: But do Yeah.
0: You any further than that?
1: The furthest I've traveled is southern New Jersey. We went down to Jackson to uh, uh, the Red, White and Q a few years ago. That's the furthest south I've been. Um, this year we hit New Jersey, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, uh, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. And then that was, that was enough for the year. Um, I would love to go South and I'd love to try it, but it's just, it's, uh, uh, I want, I want to go to the Jack, man. I want to go to the Jack. I want to go to the Royal. And those are kind of what I'm hoping to do here in the next year or two. I've got uh, actually one of my one of my original teammates in the very beginning, uh, uh, Juan Carlos is his nickname. He uh he actually moved out to Kansas City, so when I go to the Royal, I've got connections. There
0: you go. There you go. N- nothing wrong with that.
1: You know? Yeah, he said he could see the Speedway from his office. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he's right there. So. Well, uh, I'm hoping if we can if we can win a contest to get a, get into the re- Invitational, I'll go out to I'll go out to the Royal. Yeah, I just don't want to go out there and cook just the Open. I want both days. Both days, yeah. You know, and if and being on being one, of, there's only two of us that cook in Vermont. Uh, me and uh, Cider Boys, Brian and Brian and uh, Dave. If uh, we can win a contest, we should get the Vermont State Proclamation for the Jack. So all we have to do is win one, regardless of contest, we should get in the Jack. So hopefully we can make that happen next year too.
0: All right. So all that means I'm going to have to come up to the Vermont and cook up there. So at least you kick my ass. i, I You can cook next to me <laughs> any day, Johnny. <laughs> see, see, you know, you, you, you tricked me. You, you tricked me with that, um, with the little gift because I wasn't making.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, that's, that's our that's our Vermont tradition is that moonshine. Oh.
0: Tim, I, st- I still got about a quarter of the job left upstairs. I'm trying to yep. save as much of it. But oh man, I was um Tim had messaged me just before Cora and Maine in uh in mid August and asked if I was cooking the uh, the competition in Vermont. I'm like, No, I'm not. It was just this. We probably weren't gonna do anything till later on on uh just the, on the neb side. Um Coming up. And uh, he's like, okay, then I'll bring you a little gift because you're not going to be there. And so we'll get there. And oddly enough, we were literally almost abutted by our sights. Right. And, um, so we got it. And here comes Tim with a mason jar <laughs> full of apple, apple pie moonshine or apple cider moonshine, whatever, however yep. you want to put it. I
1: call it apple pie. It's from apple cider. It's uh in uh, just up the street. Here's where it's from the uh, the Browns Orchard and Farm Stand. They're close mm-hmm. friends of the family. They have apple cider. That's my base, and then Everclear and a handful of other ingredients. And uh, I make about four gallons of it at a clip. And then I bring it to uh, the nine twenty two in the Vermont contest, so if you ever got anybody out there ever wants to try it you come to Vermont nine twenty two both days we'll have we'll be putting it out there and uh, cider boys will be uh supplying the donuts try um, to uh, extend the bigger Vermont hospitality as we can oh absolutely absolutely um
0: Uncle Steve I'm gonna come up and cook hot dogs on a coat hanger Uncle Steve. The doors are always open, brother. Anytime you want to come up and cook on a co- contest weekend, you let me know, brother. I'm still going to try to get Daddy Dutch out there too. And, uh, but yeah, man, we 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 know. We, like I said, it was for my first year out there with the with the KCBS. I was happy. I was happy with what I did, other than that damn 39. 39- Place chicken.
1: Anyway. <laughs> you you wow. turned in eight entries with yeah. no disqualifications. Didn't miss any times. Didn't miss any turn ins. That's a yeah. wonderful goal for a first year.
0: Yeah. You know, that was that was my goals going into uh granite state. And I did well, you know. I think I had a twenty sixth overall. Um and I screwed up the cook. Right, and that's that's not bad. That's middle of the pack, right? Oh, yeah. It was middle of the pack. I had, I want to say, maybe a 19th rib or 22nd or 21st pork. And on that one, too, the brisket sucked. So <laughs> I think, I think I figured out my issue with my brisket is I'm actually taking it off too soon. Because I was always, you know, at 250 range, temperature-wise. Yep. And Miss Mary wants to to sit 275, 300 all day long. So I'm at a higher temperature. And I never, so in my mind, which I I am my biggest, am my competition. (laughs) Yep. um, I need to take it higher internal Mm -hmm. a lot of those jambo guys
1: are running 300 so i mean miss mary's got to run similar to a jambo and i'll bet you she'd like 300
0: yeah she'll sit there all day long on 300 so i think i was trying to figure it out i'm like man i'm you know before i had her i was cooking briskets at the house here that were fantastic and then I'm sitting there going, okay, this is two for two that this brisket is absolute shit. Well,
1: I'm if like, you're running three, running three hundred, at least you can get some sleep at night.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I, yeah. I don't light my I don't like my smoker till five in the morning, and I'm running to Humphreys. Yeah, you know, and 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 Humphreys has been great to us, and I love those smokers, and they can run all night long, they can run all day long, they can go hot, they can go fast, and uh, we've developed a program where I'm wrapping my meat at the same time. Kern's wrapping his and he's running, he's running ribs and I'm running pork and brisket.
0: Yeah. Great point. We're
1: we're, we're, we're right on. We're right
0: on schedule. Nice. So are you, uh, are you
1: done for the year or? Yeah, I, uh, I've got one more thing I got to do. I got to cook a party for, for the, for the racing guys. We always do a Christmas party for them, you know. We we got up to barbecue on both their cars, so I want them to eat well. And uh, I'll go through and do uh, a couple briskets, a couple pork butts, and some sides. And after that, it'll uh I'll put the trailer in the corner of the lot and run some power to it, and I'll have my heater out there, and I'll uh that's we won't tell the time i will get used is for practice. Beautiful. beautiful. And I, I practice all year long. I don't I don't mess around with that. If I probably cook once a month, probably I do a practice. Whether I just I just pick a meat and I go through my routine. If I want to tweak something, I tweak it. If I don't, I just run my thing and uh the boys at work eat well the next day. Okay, I got
0: a I got one for you. The flavor profiles in New England. How much do they vary? Have you noticed?
1: I don't think they change much at all. I don't think they change much in the country, to be honest with you. They might be a little hotter here, a little sweeter there. I know that much The further north you go and closer to the border you get, the more sweeter they like it. But, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I heard Darren Worth talking about running simmering docks and smoking guns hot on his stuff and, you know and it's the same thing we did we did five ten years ago so i mean i'm not my brisket recipe has been the same recipe for the last five years the only thing i did different was was work on the tenderness my mm. flavor profile has been exactly the same I, I actually can't say that i added one sauce i played I, I go back and forth with sauces um but my rubs my injections they're all the same on brisket and the uh, way it looks right now, we should be second in New England with on with Nebs and brisket. Okay,
0: that's good. That's great. Can't go wrong with that. Second place,
1: no. New England. Hell no. Yeah, right between uh, right between Patty McHugh and Faded. Patty's first, Faded's third.
0: Yeah, so not a bad place to be, brother. West Phil. Phillips, what is up, brother, from the great state of Georgia? Uh, let's see. We had a couple. We got had a question here. Chris, yes, yes. The more comps you do, the better you get, Johnny. Oh, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's just the, the mind games with me on that one. Especially that damn chicken that I'm not holding a grudge against. <laughs> I can't let it go. I can't really let it go and there's a reason. Well, you got you got another six months to figure it out. Oh, hell yeah. I'll, I'll be ready to do... Um, I'll, I'll be ready to go because that's what I did. is. I'll be planning it all out. The um, I always take uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's off. Yep. So that should be... Oh, so most of the comp should be somewhat set so i'll I'll break them down you know because i I'd like to I'd like to do the one in Vermont um what, what was it uh was it Jamestown was that early in the season
1: yes, you know I'd like to Blair, 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 Blairstown yeah Blairstown yeah, we did that one that was a good contest
0: you know I you know I did I did two this year I'd like
1: to do four coming up get yourself to a double yeah those doubles are nice because on day one you do your schedule you do your, your routine you get your feedback and then you get to go to day two and, and just get yourself in that rhythm and uh yeah get yourself to a double it, it'll help your cook out a lot you, you'll, you'll get yourself into that pattern you'll, you'll get more comfortable with it well that's a hell of an
0: idea how i Lance, uh yes, I got Facebook and the uh, YouTube rolling. Um where the hell? Here was the hot dogs. Oh, Kyle had asked what um what was your favorite thing to cook? That would be ribs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, rib ribs is my favorite, my personal favorite thing to cook. But like I said, Curran does better than I do.
0: Oh, oh, Russell! Thank you, brother. Shake that chicken off. You got a bad table. I'm sure it was great. It was. It was good chicken. It was good chicken. There is, like I said, there is a bit of, of story behind it that uh, we won't get into on air. But uh, <laughs> it is what it is. But um, so like, like, do you do you do, you do this something very similar in like plan?
1: The comps for the season i try to And quite honestly without my usual what my usual plan is is i'll take my tax money my my refund and i'll pay all my contests with one shot and they're done then yeah. but uh you know things change life happens that didn't get to happen this last year and i don't think it's going to happen this year but yeah. uh i'm still going to try to make 10 that's my goal is to hit, hit that 10 number and uh Continue to do that if I can.
0: Yeah, that 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 was my plan when uh between the uh, between the tax money and um and my Christmas tips from my customers. Yep. To uh you know get get a bunch bu- cup couple of contests already paid for right off the bat. Don't have to worry about that. Just worried about the uh you know so- sourcing the proteins um, right. You got any specific things on sourcing your stuff, or
1: Mister Brisket? Go talk to Hank at Mister Brisket. Yes. i I've, 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 I'm not gonna name other distributors, but I've played with every one of them. Yeah. Hank has by far the best customer service you will find. The guy will go out of his way for you. He, he, when I had a problem with the distributor, uh, he called me on his day off on a walk in the park, literally to get my information so that I can have brisket by Friday to go to a contest with. Can't oh, can't wow. he, earned, he earned my business. There's no question about it. And I've been dealing with his brisket for the last three years, and his quality speaks for itself.
0: Have you
1: tried his new um, competition package? I, I have. And it's nothing against them. They did a great job. I have a certain way I like to trim my brisket and my pork. And I just, I'm more of a hands-on guy when it comes to that. So I, and honestly, I made 15 pounds of burger this weekend, just grinding my frozen trimmings. So I'd much okay. rather go that route than, than have him trim them up for me. Yeah. And so Curran's the same way. Curran Kern, Kern has a way he likes to do his chicken and his ribs. We did try it at Cora. We didn't mind it. It wasn't bad. It's just that it wasn't the way we do things. We 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 have our own way of doing yeah. things now and we just kinda want to keep it that way. When it comes to brisket, I'm yeah. very I'm very anal about location and grain grain direction. And you know, I separate my flat from my point. So I you know I just I'm so I'll spend an hour trimming a brisket. And no, that's just kind of my own my own gig.
0: Wow. Interesting. Cool. Cool. But all right, here comes the big question. So you were going to be the second person to be asked this. Um, and I, I gave you the heads up so you can start thinking. Yep. A lot of different shows have the the Mount Rushmore. Who's on your Mount Rushmore? Who's on your Mount Rushmore barbecue cooking, etc.?
1: Who how many we- are you giving?
0: Four or five? We're going to go five. I will allow a six. Okay. But the question is, if you were to start a fantasy barbecue team,
1: who would would be your draft picks? I like the Rushmore question better because the fantasy question relies on those people cooking, and a couple of my people in my Rushmore aren't cooking right now. That's fine. Okay. So let's do the let's do them both. Let's do them both. Fair enough. Let's go. Rushmore. You gotta start off with Darren Worth. The goat. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Um, I like Travis Duffy. Mm-hmm. Only because I've listened to some podcasts of him. He's got the similar racing background as I do. I think we would get along well. I but he's definitely on there. Travis Clark. Only because Clark. he's he has to win. He's a winning guy. I know he's made some comments about us up here, but he's still on my rush bar. Now here's where my wild cards come in. And people are probably going to agree with me or disagree with me. I got to put in Chris Hart. I got to put in Bill Gillespie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here's my one that I have to put in is Jaina Tedesco. Okay. I'm mean, Jaina is so underrated. That girl cooks her heart out. She kicks butt at every contest she goes to with four kids, one on her back. That woman is amazing. I love Jaina to death. I hope she's watching this. I, I And Pete, you're the hardest working man in barbecue. There's nobody like you guys. Yeah. Jaina's got to be on that list. Okay. There's so that. now I we're do. talking. So now you want to get into the the fantasy league? The fantasy league fantasy league it's got to start off with Bill Gillespie okay then I'm going faded
0: yeah
1: fire at the end of the day those mark and Mark and Christina are always right there um, then I want to get in there and go and go uh, Uncle Pig Uncle Pigs right there as well um, Chiles, Wolf revenge. Okay. Wolf's revenge has gotta be on that list. Um I'm just honestly and uh uh getting basted. That would be my fantasy team. Okay. Um somebody else I keep forgetting about if we're also talking New England is uh uh Jared from Insane Swine. Yeah. That that boy has a superpower. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. I've gone by his contest in the middle of the night, pitch black, no lights on, and he's still in there doing stuff. He's still in there fucking. No power, no nothing. That boy's got a superpower. He can either see in the dark or, or something because he's a very impressive.
0: Yeah. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff.
1: Oh, look,
0: there he is, El Jefe. What's up, brother? <laughs> totally agree. Stay in Pete. <laughs> He can break down and pack a site faster than anyone in the world.
1: He is he's the hard me and Kern say he's the hardest working man in barbecue. That boy is just on it. There's no doubt about it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
1: El Jefe, you're on the list, brother. I will
0: be in touch with you at some point. We're, we're gonna start hitting the local boys, getting the getting some of these names out because we're uh, Everyone up this way is throwing down hard. So,
1: yeah, Gail has been the man with the ribs lately.
0: Yeah, been doing very well. Very well. But, man, Tim, thank you so much, brother. This has hey. been great. Where can everybody find you uh, social media wise?
1: Uh, Facebook and Instagram, up to barbecue. We're uh, pretty much the only one out there. We're the the only ones from Vermont, so up to barbecue is where we'll be at. Sounds good, brother.
0: Well, Well, thank you
1: again for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, hopefully if we win one this coming year, we'll be on again.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: Bill Purvis, what's up,
0: brother? Mr. Chicken Fried Barbecue. But I Tim, like I said, I appreciate it, brother. Uh can't wait to get back out there in the uh in the sights with you and we'll have a have us a good old time and a little apple pie moonshine will go a long way.
1: I'll have it in the cooler.
0: <laughs> All right, brother. Hang on one second. Let me finish this out and then uh, I'll I'll jump back with you. Well, that's it this week, folks. You know, that was Tim from uh Up to Barbecue. Great guy. Um, like like I said, helped me out a bunch on my, uh, at the last competition. You know when he didn't have to, I liked how he approached it. Uh, I appreciated how he approached it because it made me go, okay, I'm not just coming out here going, oh it's great. I I knew it wasn't great, you know, after especially after tasting his pork. It was, there was no contest between the two of them, but, uh, you know, he wanted my input of where I thought I was. And, uh, I truly appreciate it. And I'll never forget that. But, uh, that's what this This, what this whole barbecue family is all about They're helping each other out, uh, bringing the best out of each other. And, uh, like, I like I've said, a hundred times before I've been truly blessed to, uh, to fall into this situation of barbecue and to uh, know my friends and family all over the country. And it's, it's wonderful. And uh, you know, get to sit here and shoot the shit, which is all each and every Monday night is, uh, is another blessing. And uh, next week we have a special guest um coming up and by a little gentleman by the name of Fred Robles of, of Rio Valley Meats and uh, fresh off a uh, first place brisket at the American Royal um, but it'll be great to talk with Fred all about Rio Valley Meats, um, Champions Barbecue Alliance that he runs down in Texas but, uh, but that's all next week, folks. But uh, like I said, thank you for tuning in. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling.